0: There is a stark difference between the second reading of today and the gospel. The second reading speaks very beautifully about a maternal love that is kind, that is compassionate, that is loving and forgiving. And then we have the, some of the scribes and Pharisees who are dealing with the people in a very, very difficult way, being very stern. Being very judgmental and been very hard on them. So what I believe is the difference between the first attitude and the second attitude is the scribes and Pharisees are op- operating out of a sense of self-accomplishment, self-accom- out of pride. And the extreme opposite of pride is gratitude. And that is something it is important that we remind ourselves of occasionally. The importance of being grateful and practicing gratitude and making it part of our lives. Jesus lived, when he lived, it was a very difficult time. People suffered greatly, they were barely getting by, they were oppressed by the Roman Empire who were vicious towards them, but they were also uh, oppressed by a very severe Uh, religious leadership who complied with the Romans but were very hard on their own people as well. So it is remarkable that Joseph and Mary raised Jesus as a grateful person. And we can see this in so many ways. Constantly during his life he went away to pray and all of Scripture and the Psalms that he prayed are just full of gratitude to God for the many blessings in their lives. And we can see how Jesus even showed gratitude for a cup of water when he was thirsty by the well. He was deeply grateful for the gift of friendship in his life. Martha and Mary were his dear friends, as was well their brother Lazarus as well. Jesus knew that God delighted in him. God said to him, You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. Jesus knew this, and he was deeply grateful for it as well. And this deep sense of gratitude spilled over into his public life. That is why, when he lived among us, that he spent all of his time going out to the last, the least, and the lowly, to the people who were living in darkness, the people who were enslaved in fear and worry and anxiety. He spent so many of years, these three years of active life out with those who needed him most. It is not the, the you know, I came that they may have life and have it in its fullness. So Jesus was immersed in gratitude and he lived out of that gratitude. It overflowed through him to other people who are most in need as well. So we have to uh, remember this and uh, this is something that that we're invited to. Uh, We cannot be happy in life if we don't practice gratitude. And everybody wants to be happy in life. And there is a great responsibility on parents and grandparents to raise their children as grateful people. What parent doesn't want their child to be happy? And if you don't practice gratitude Your children will not be happy. And how Jesus wanted to be remembered was through the altar, an act of gratitude. Thanksgiving. The word Eucharist is blessing, is thanksgiving, is gratitude. So that how Jesus wanted to be remembered as well as a person of gratitude. He wanted us to be happy. And and we have to constantly, out of the love that God has for us, show gratitude ourselves and to other people as well. So one of the great followers of Ignatius of Loyola said that if we don't have gratitude in our lives, it is the beginning and the origin of all sin and misfortune. So that is what uh, the readings are reminding us of today, to be very careful of the sin of pride, of self-accomplishment, I have achieved this. I am not dependent on God, I'm not dependent on other people. Who I am, everything I have, everything I I am and are, everything is a gift from God and it is important that we remember that. There's a great uh, Hebrew saying and it goes that everyone who enjoys anything in the world without first saying a prayer of blessing, commits an untruthfulness in their lives. They're living a lie, if they think they're independent of God in any way. So, uh, we are beginning uh, our homily series, uh, serving like Jesus, and it's not just an act of volunteering, it's coming deeply out of us in gratitude to God to to do good for other people. We're having a 90-minute challenge for the month of November, that everybody will and every family will undertake some service of kindness towards other people. And where I think we have to concentrate especially is in our neighborhood. If there is somebody in our neighborhood who is needy in any way, maybe an elderly person, an elderly couple who can't get out that much, maybe reaching out to them in a kind and gentle way could make a huge difference in their lives. We have a saying in Ireland, a good neighbor is better than any family. You know what I'm talking about? So what I'm inviting you to do, that wasn't a joke by the way, that was really serious. (laughs) But what I'm inviting you to do is to be good neighbors to people around you, especially vulnerable elderly people. Maybe somebody going through a difficult time. It might mean just knocking on their door and saying hello, dropping off a note that you're praying for them or helping them out in some way. So uh, today, let us remember that we're invited to be like Paul and his companions in that second reading, full of maternal, compassionate, and kind love and to steer away from the Pharisees who are filled with their self-righteousness and their pride. God is trying to communicate to everybody that not only did he delight, as the prophet Isaiah says, not only did he delight in Jesus, but he delights in each and every person. And he's using us to communicate God's delight for all people by the way in which we reach out to other people as well.